My name is John Machada, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. Tonight, I will continue on with the Protocol series, covering Protocols number seven, as well as Protocol number eight. So let's get into it. The intensification of armaments, the increase of police forces, are all essential for the completion of the aforementioned plans. What we have to get at is there should be in all the states of the world besides ourselves, only the masses of the proletariat, a few millionaires devoted to our interests, police and soldiers. Um, I wish I have got I I would have uh, gotten to this earlier, but um, there is uh, a a structure to each of these protocols. I mean, I know I've talked about it before, but uh, I finally came across it again to what each protocol is discussing. In protocol number seven, we have worldwide wars. Protocol number eight, provisional government. Uh, if I can pull this up quick enough, this is going to take a quick hot minute. Don't make me. There we go. Protocol number one was basic doctrine. Protocol number two, economic wars. Three, methods of conquest. Four, materialism replace religion. Five, despotism and modern progress. And then six, takeover technique. In this first uh, paragraph of protocol number seven, uh, this may be the first time I've seen something um, they've deviated from and, and and they do talk about millionaires um but this was again a long time ago where i don't i don't know if they had gotten billionaires at that point excuse me but um yeah they weren't they weren't really prevalent where obviously 120 years later at the least we now have many billionaires around the world so I guess maybe replace millionaires with billionaires because we have far more millionaires than we used to, uh, thanks to the um, entertainment industry. Um, along with that, we we're t- they're talking about um, you know their interests in the police or or devoted um, devotion to their interest in police and soldiers, and here. Um, nowadays we have obviously a turn where they are, um, wanting to defund the police, at least here in the United States. But, you know, we, it comes, uh, comes from, you know, the, um, the buildup of, of racial, um, tension and, 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 um, the declaration that the police are, uh, a, a, uh, a strong arm of the institution, which is systematically racist, yada, yada, yada. So um, it's maybe not so much that they necessarily deviated from it, um, but just that, uh, you know, maybe they had to um, adapt to a new contingency of some sort. Um, But yes, they need to be in control of the majority of law enforcement, uh, as well as their armaments, um, which they'll, I believe they'll talk about in protocol in the beginning of of uh, protocol number eight up next. But uh, yeah, the intensification of armaments, and I'll break down in protocol eight um, the the different armaments uh, uh, in which they wish which in which they wish to intensify. 
Throughout all Europe, and by means of relations with Europe, in other continents also, we must create ferments, discords, and hostility. Therein, we gain a double advantage. In the first place, we keep in check all countries, for they well know that we have the power whenever we like to create disorders or restore order. All these countries are accustomed to see in us an indispensable force of coercion. In the second place, by our intrigues, we shall tangle up all the threads which we have stretched into the cabinets of all states by means of politics, by economic treaties, or loan obligations. In order to succeed in this, we must use great cunning and penetration during negotiations and agreements. But, as regards what is called the official language, we shall keep to the opposite tactics and assume the mask of honesty and compliancy. In this way, the peoples and governments of the Goyim, whom we have taught to look only at the outside of whatever we present to their notice, will still continue to accept us as the benefactors and saviors of the human race. So this double advantage um, is something that, you know, it brings up uh, memory of learning and the first time learning and, and, and wrestling with it. The control of both sides. Um, as I say that, what do you think? Um, the first time I had ever heard of something like this was World War II, where there was talk that um, the same people who funded the Allies also f funded the Axis powers, which I've talked about before. And not understanding how that couldn't be seen as... as um, oh, what's the word for being a traitor? Anyway... Um, <laughs> aiding your accomplice, it's got to be a crime, right? Well, why didn't we ever persecute the people or prosecute, persecute, prosecute the people who aided our enemy in a world war, you know? And then after world war one, a big, a big, um, problem with Germany, um, was in the fact that they were blamed for world war one, right? Um, but even in world war one, it was the same thing. Rothschilds. And others um, aided both sides. And whichever side they wanted to win, they just gave more money to. Um, and now modern day, we have, here in the States anyway, the Rhinos and the Dems, which I would argue um, is going to be the same in any country uh, when it comes to politics. And especially when looking at these protocols, um, you must understand that, that they've spread their tentacles into every single political party. Um, within each country, you know, uh, the way that you defeat it is with great ideas. Yeah. And I think here in the States, the, the political party as of right now, arguably that has the best ideas would be libertarianism. Now, if you think different, by all means, let me know. Maybe I might change my mind, but yes, they've controlled both sides for a very long time. Uh, world war one, world war two with the access and the allied powers, uh, all the way up until today um, with the rhinos uh, and dims, as well as many others throughout history. Um, they've talked about, they talk about in the same um, paragraph, uh, creating disorder and then restoring disorder. So what do we have recently in the past year? Riots, right? The, the death of George Floyd, which 
um, I think was uh, was an opportunity more than anything. I don't know, and I I've heard the arguments that it was a cre- it was created, that it was fake, that George Floyd is still alive. I've heard those theories. I don't subscribe to those. Um, but I think it was more of an opportunity, um, by the powers to be to take that and to run with it, and then that would um allow for. Uh, the justification of the riots, and in order to restore the order, we needed to, or at least in their terms, uh, needed to um, garner the seat of the presidency in which it was usurped, right? So create disorder, riots. Restore disorder, usurpation of the presidency, as of as of the most recent um, example. Um, and the rest of it, uh, corroborates what you know. Conspiracy researchers such, such as Bill Cooper and Alex Jones, David Icke, Mark Dice, myself, etc., et and others have been saying for decades that they infiltrated the government through all sorts of means, um, and then used the Hegelian dialectic, which is problem, reaction, solution. And their solution in all of this is after the problem um, and the reaction, um, you know, is what they give the people in order to look as as the in their words um accepted benefactors and saviors of the human race it's disgusting quite frankly um we must in a position to respond to every act of opposition by war with the neighbors of that country which dares to oppose us but if these neighbors should also venture to stand collectively together against us, then we must offer resistance by a universal war. So they're willing to declare they're willing to declare a world war. And we obviously have had two so far, two major wars anyway, that, that could be considered world wars in World War One and World War Two. Um, there's plenty of other examples um, of them going to war using other countries to fight it. Uh, most notably the United States, we've been used how many times to fight other people's wars? The principal factor, and many would argue also, uh, Israel, right? That we are there um, to de- protect Israel. I don't know if there's a coincidence or a, uh, so much of a coincidence or if there's a purpose necessarily behind, you know, all of that. Um, I've I've talked about it a long time ago when I first started this podcast that I was in, I was in support of protecting Israel and protecting the people that we made promises to. Um, I have grown further and further away from it to where now I stand that, you know what, we don't need to protect anybody else's countries. You know, we need to get out of the, the policing the world business. It's not up to us or any other country to go into another person's country and tell them what to do. That's not up to us. That's not, that's not what, what, anyone should be doing. We shouldn't have certainly that happening and we sure as shit shouldn't have any of these um, major pacts between countries that over override those countries' laws and constitutions. It's not to say that, you know, I'm in some kind of a support for bad com- uh, countries being in existence, you know, that I'm in some kind of support for, you know, uh, uh Germany to have gone Nazi or and which is always the ex- example I know but it's obviously the one that we all know the most about um but it's also to say I don't 
support any Muslim country, Muslim-majority country in the Middle East, um, treating their people the way that they do. However, even with, outside of what I support and what I don't support, even with what you know we have in the United Nations, right, in the different PACs um, uh, or partnerships that countries come up with, we still have terrible countries that are out there. Terrible, or I'm sorry, terrible governments of countries that are out there. So, you know, it's it's like even with this this bullshit, this fallacy that we have of, oh, the United Nations is, is great and all this. I've talked about it before, dude. The fucking United Nations is the reason that we have third world countries. You know, they're fucking terrible. So anyway, um, the principal factor of success in the political is the is the secrecy of its undertakings. The world should not agree with the deeds of the diplomat. We must compel the governments of the Goyim to take action in the direction favored by our widely conceived plan, already approaching the desired consummation by what we shall represent as public opinion, secretly prompted by us through the means of that so-called quote-unquote great power, the press which, with a few exceptions that may be disregarded, is already entirely in our hands. By what we shall represent as public opinion. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's exactly what they've been doing, right? It's not, it's not what, what we all believe it's not what i think in in many cases what a sane person as i keep bringing up over and over and over that you know um the left believes that a man can be a woman that is that it's antithetical to what most people throughout all of history have ever been um aligned with in in thinking would be a sane thought you know and not only that the sexualization of kids you know but because the press is the press, um, look at what they've been trying to do. Look at how much the, the left has garnered in power, especially here in the United States. Um, completely anti-constitutional, you know. Um, it's because of the press. That's how fucking powerful these assholes are. In a word, to sum up our system of keeping the governments of the Goyim in Europe in check, we shall show our strength to one of them by terrorist attempts, and to all. If we allow the possibility of a general rising against us, this is basically all of Europe, we shall respond with the guns of America or China or Japan. Holy fuck. We shall respond with the guns of America or China or Japan. Is that stating that they had control of the United States back then? Possibly. Many people would say so. Look what happened on 9-11. Look what happened with Operation Northwoods. You know, look what happened with the Tuskegee experiments. Our government is here in the States. This is for anybody outside of our country or fuck, even the people here. We were not immune to this. We were not immune to infiltration. You know, and then obviously you have all sorts of... of uh, Ideas and arguments and concepts about, you know, the, the founding fathers and, and Freemasonry and, and what have you. Which, by the way, it wasn't all, if you've ever heard this, tell them to fuck off. It wasn't all of the founding fathers that were Freemasons. I think it was like seven. I'd have to look at it again. I forget the number, but it, it, it was quite a few. George Washington was one of them. 
Um, but it wasn't all of them. So that was the end of protocol number seven. I'm going into protocol number eight now. We must arm ourselves with all the weapons which our opponents might employ against us. What? <laughs> what have I been saying? What is the Second Amendment all about? We must arm ourselves with all the weapons which our opponents might employ against us. That's what the Second Amendment is all about. You have our enemy in the Illuminati um, who wants to do the same. They're saying it right fucking here. We must arm ourselves with the weapons which our opponents might employ against us. Now, um, and I'm surprised I didn't see it in here, and maybe I did and I, I'm forgetting about it right now, but this next, if if I were them, the next sentence would be, and we must take away the weapons that we would use against our enemies, right? <laughs> Um, we must search out in the very finest shades of expression and the knotty points of the lexicon of law justification for those case cases where we shall have to pronounce judgments that might appear abnormally audacious and unjust. For it is important that these resolutions should be set forth in expression, sorry, in expressions that shall seem to be the most exalted moral principles cast into legal form. Our directorate must surround itself with all these forces of civilization among which it will have to work. It will surround itself with publicists, practical jurists, administrators, diplomats, and finally, with persons prepared by a special super-educational training in our special schools, all in italics. These persons will have cognizance of all the secrets of the social structure— they will know all the languages that can be made up by political alphabets and words. They will be made acquainted with the whole underside of human nature, with all its sensitive chords on which they will have to play. These chords are the cast of mind of the of the mind of the goyim. Their tendencies, shortcomings, vices, and qualities, and particular particularities of classes and conditions. Needless to say that the talented assistance of authority of whom I speak will be taken not from among the goyim who are accustomed to perform their administrative work without giving themselves the trouble to think what is what its aim is and never consider what it is needed for. The administrators of the goyim sign papers without reading them and they serve either for mercenary reasons or from ambition. The last sentence, and I'm going to get to because this is this is quite frankly talking about a super weapon in the in the in the form of a a person, right? Or people, a few persons. Um, but the last part, <laughs> it, let me it, like think about what this could remind you of. The administrators of the goyim sign papers without reading them, and they serve either for mercenary reasons or from ambition. <laughs> there is a soundbite taken recently, as in within the past three and a half months, of somebody signing some shit and going, I don't even know what I just signed. <laughs> Biden, that piece of shit. And I know, um, oh shit, when was it? Was it today? Yeah, tonight. They're supposed to be having the congressional meeting with uh, Biden. But um, 
The fact that he signed it and they have a soundbite of him going, I don't know what the fuck I'm signing. Yeah, exactly. And they're saying it right here. The administrators of this of the Goyam signed papers without reading them. And he's not the only one. Um, all of Congress, I shouldn't say all of Congress, but most of Congress and most of the Senate have signed papers. They And, and in fact, maybe it is all of them. I mean, especially with, Ed, uh, you know, some, um, what the fuck do they call them? Um, I'm forgetting words right now. Uh, uh, the order or whatever law that they're trying to pass will be, you know, 20,000 pages or, you know, 60,000 pages. And it just came out in the, the, uh, in, in many a time you've had, you know, people like, uh, uh, Rand Paul or even back in the day with Ron Paul, it was happening back then, or Jim Jordan or somebody to that effect that came out to say, Hey, we haven't had enough time. I mean, this is why they have, you know, the large teams that they do too, is in order for them to each break down a part of, of whatever motion or, or God, what is the word law that they're trying to pass? Um, but yeah, they'll call it out and say, we haven't had enough time to read it because none of them do because they just put together these massive, it's just like the, um, the COVID, uh, relief. Um, again, I can't remember what the word is. Don't you hate it when that happens? Um, law, I don't, it's not a law, but I want to call it a law, um, that they passed or that they brought out that was, you know, thousands upon thousands of pages long and it included all sorts of crazy shit. We later found out that, you know, 90% of it wasn't even going to the people. It wasn't really a relief program. And in fact, it was money going to foreign countries and things of that nature, you know, uh, the middle part to this. So we're okay. The, the, the first part to this, cause this is a pretty important, um, paragraph. The first part, we must arm ourselves with all the weapons, which our opponents might employ against us. That means fucking everything we're talking about. Yes. Uh, you know, we have obviously the, the same verbiage in, in a sense when it comes to the second amendment, or at least what the spirit of it is supposed to be. So they are talking quite frankly of physical weapons, guns, tanks, jets, uh, bombs, nuclear bombs. You're talking all of the shit that are meant to, you know, kill somebody else. Gases and poisons and what have you. On top of that, you know, it's going to be tech. Now, this, you know, if we can apply it to today, it's going to be tech. It's going to be all the major big, um, um, you know, software companies and, and, and things to that, that, that effect in which, you know, it's anything that can be used against them. So the internet, um, and then that kind of melds into, um, what this super person, <laughs> super soldier, I'm trying not to call him that, but it's, it's in, essentially what they're trying to say here. They're going to develop these people who, you know, know it all, know how people react and, and all the different languages and, you know, how to work law and, and, uh, how to speak, um, and they're, they're, you know, going to use them, obviously, in their favor. And not just that, but use them in line with uh, the press, you know, all in order to control public opinion. Because, again, that's another weapon for them. Um, same with, uh, you know, them being able to make arguments uh, in, a, in a way, especially with with ideas that are contrary to what we believe, what is right. Um, you know, they have a sense of wizardry about them. This is kind of in reference to 
what Owen Benjamin talks about. Uh, another form of, of weaponry for them, the law. You know, look at what they've done with the majority of, of, of courts and judges around the country here in the United States. Uh, and then same also with finances. They will certainly use that as a weapon. We shall surround our government with a whole world of economists. That is the reason why economic sciences form the principal subject of the teaching of the teaching given to the Jews. Around us again will be a whole constellation of bankers, industrialists, capitalists, and, in italics, the main thing, millionaires. Again, translate that to billionaires. Because in substance, everything will be settled by the question of figures. All of that was in italics. So it's meant to say that it's important. For a time, until there will no longer be any risk in entrusting responsible posts in our states to our brother Jews, we shall put them in the hands of persons whose past and reputation are such that between them and the people lies an abyss. Persons who, in case of disobedience, to our instructions, must face criminal charges or disappear. This in order to make them defend our interests to their last gasp. What they're basically talking about in that last uh, paragraph is, quite frankly, blackmail. That's it. You know, they're going to use all of these. They're going to, they're going to, um, they're going to garner all of the weaponry that they can in any form that they can along the lines, uh, creating these essentially or not essentially, but in, in thought, um, uh, super soldiers, <laughs> super mental soldiers. I can't even think of the term that I want to use for them, but it's basically these people that can do it all right. In, in terms of swaying public opinion. And then at the end of it, for any of us, um, who aren't a part of the Illuminati, um, or arguably even those that are, that might, you know, all of a sudden grow a heart, um, they're going to use blackmail against us, against us in, in one form or another, or against the people that they have control of that might all of a sudden decide, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. This is wrong. Well, now you've done so much. This, a perfect example of this is Jeffrey Epstein and all of the tapes that he had, which we still don't know dick about and won't with the current um, administration that's in right now, the usurper in chief. They don't give, they, they not only... They do give a fuck about what Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein have, which is why you'll never hear about it. They'll never give it up because too many of their own are are compromised. And if that information gets out, you know, um, all of that information was used as blackmail. It's not just so that we, you know, they're, they're worried about us finding it. Um, it's that, I mean, ultimately it is to a degree, but it's also that it would take away their power against the people that they they can use blackmail against. So, yeah, that's some uh, that's pre some pretty incredible shit in just these two protocols. But you know, each one is continuing on, <laughs> blowing my mind how how applicable it is to today. So, um, next time will be protocol number nine. Hope you enjoyed all this. Uh, until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal.